Is your computer out to get to you? Maybe it's your printer. Welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. We spent the holidays with our families and also as IT techs. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of <laughs> IT tech, yeah. wait, my mic just stopped working. What yeah. happened? That's A-L-E-X-A. the sound of my mother. This entire 12, or all those 10 days maybe that we were there. I think anybody who goes home at the holidays and has a parent of a certain age, and I don't even think you have to be like, well, I don't know, whatever you perceive, your parents, just think about your parents. Something tells me that if you spent any time with your parents over the holidays, at some point, your parent asked you for some technical assistance, whether it was computer related, phone related, mm-hmm. television related, VCR. I don't know. You got VCR one of them? VCR repair? My VCR keeps blinking. I don't know why. <laughs> I, the first thing my mother says, because she's always got a list, right? Yeah. For things that Jamie and I can help her with around the house. Jamie's off painting, replacing light bulbs. Like, he's he's the handyman. I am technical yeah, support. Is. Well, don't even get me started. <laughs> I am technical support. Okay. So my list is things like, I can't watch The Crown in my bedroom. Uh, my mother doesn't talk like that, by the way. <laughs> um but the first thing out of her mouth this time around was, Alexa broke my printer. And I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Tell me more. Well, I asked Alexa to print some stuff, and ever since, I can't print anywhere else. And I was like, well, I, first of all, didn't know that A-L-E-X-A could print You've things. already said it twice. I know. It's okay. I know. Everybody's- I'm trying to stop myself. I I uh, I didn't know that she could print things <laughs> and also so break a, printers. That's a layer of of technology I wasn't even aware of. So in that way, my mom is ahead of the game. So then I embarked Dawn upon what became an entire afternoon. I thought this is the easy like oh, I I no. have, I have the easy list, right? Yeah. Like You're I like, just I'll gotta just like boop, 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 beep, log her in, log her out, yeah. boop, boop, boop. No, Dawn. Printers are layers. It, it, I think hell is literally Finding trying to, printer trying to figure out how to print on a printer. I had to like download the, because they don't give you manuals anymore for anything. Mm. So you have to go online and download the manual. Oh, for Pete's sake. It took me, and I'm not, look, I am not the most tech savvy person, but I'm also not the least tech savvy person. Mm-hmm. I, I at least know that there's a way to fix this. Yeah. Nothing is unsolvable mm-hmm. where tech is concerned. So, but it literally, I would do everything and I would get to like the final point and I would go to do the thing and it wouldn't work. So I spent all afternoon one day trying to figure out this damn printer. Mm. I would, you know, restart it, reset it, do all the things, reset passwords, oh. accounts. All that stuff, and then I finally got everything working, and I went to print something, and it printed twice. Every time I would hit print, like on her phone, on her iPad. By the way, she got a new iPad and decided she wanted to do that, so I had to set that whole thing up. Don't even get me started. Uh Uh-oh, his eyes got really squinty when he did that. It had a little bit of sass. Print. Oh, there was a lot of sass. A little sass to it. <laughs> but you know, it's the sass at the printer because at this point, I it is now on, and I am not leaving until this thing. Like I literally had to put it down because we had to go to dinner, 
And they were like, what's wrong? And I was like, it's nothing. It's fine. So she had a legitimate reason. I don't know what the hell she did. And A-L-E-X-A, I don't, what? I didn't even try to figure out what that was so all has about. So she, she's been speaking out loud and saying, She somehow hey. figured out how to get A-L-E-X-A to print for her. She's like, hey, print this document. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. But well, anyway, it broke everything. Don't do it. So I finally got everything set up. The moral of this story is it took me the next day I came back and finally figured it out why it was printing twice. Got it all figured out. Yeah. What's the answer? I don't know, but it's not doing it anymore. <laughs> so that means I figured it know. out. You figured it out, but will she make it do it again? I guarantee when I go back and we're going to be there for a brief visit at the end of the month, she's going to say that works. But now this, because every trip is mm-hmm. one scenario of it's not, this works just fine, but now this. Yeah. And like I said, I think a lot of people can relate to this story. I can. AKA, I know you can relate to this story. What was going on at your house? Okay, so my mom hasn't watched anything on her satellite TV in six months. Because so she's paying just, for it, it's there, but she's not watching. It's $90 a month, yes. But she decided to just watch because it was stuck on the fireplace channel. So it was stuck on the... How does it get stuck? She doesn't know how to get it back to any of the other channels. But she, she knows just how to... watch Fireplace. She knows how to change the channel, right? Yeah, but something happened where it needed to update Fireplace TV. And so there was so a she big couldn't... red... No. She likes to... She's like, I don't want to watch it anyway. I just want it. So my brother-in-law is going to cancel it for her. But she hasn't watched TV, she said, in six months... She just, and even the fireplace TV had an update. Like you turn it on. We're like, let's just turn it on and see what's going on. All it. Well, because did you have that thought where you're like, when you say like it's stuck on that channel, you're like, I don't think things get stuck like that. So to you, you're like, what does this actually look like? What it meant was there was the fireplace. She was just like, I'm just going to watch fireplace. (laughs) Which is fine because she likes to quilt and write letters and hear the crackling of the TV. <laughs> For six months. <laughs> and then. Dead of summer. Hot. Yeah. Humid. Then then a box came up. We turned it on and it had a notice that all you had to do was hit OK because Shoot. they updated Fireplace TV and gave her Did some new options. Did you bring this up to her attention? She didn't know on the remote that the middle button in the middle was like saying OK because it doesn't say OK. It just is a round circle, you know, oh, the middle. Trust me, I get this. He's like, logic. oh, that means we had we had to say it's like hitting enter on the computer. And then was she like, oh, but then she's like, I've lived without TV for this long. It was just the fireplace. So I'm canceling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, she's kind of genius. Yeah, I did add like Hulu, my Hulu oh, God. on there. She has it's a not going to work. She doesn't know how, like, even though when you turn on the TV, it lists all your options, either satellite yeah. or Netflix or Hulu. Both of those are on there, but she doesn't know how to get to those. No. And, and she's never used fair, a streaming service. To be fair, I think that is crap. And I think that like TV, cable, streamers, whoever, they all need to like have the like equivalent of the council of nicaea or whatever the christians did way back yeah. when when oh they were decided yes. we're all going to get on the same page yes. about this jesus thing uh-huh. and christmas because you can access apps like on my mother's tv apple tv yeah the tv because mm-hmm. it's a smart tv from samsung yeah or she has comcast yeah 
So she has like three different ways to access Netflix. Mm -hmm. So when she says to me, I can't access my Netflix, I'm like, well, I don't know which one you're trying. And so I just wish that it was a little simpler. I've never gotten to that point. (laughs) But I even showed her, like, look at all of the. So then my niece came over and made a step by step list on how to get on. And? Well, now it works because she got off of Fireplace because we hit enter. Well, but now she's like, oh, yeah, I tried it and I did it. And, you know, it's before that she just watched the gem channel anyway. So she just decided she's not going to get TV. But now or is she going to keep it? Because I would just say, fine, unsubscribe. I, I don't know. I think she's just going to reduce I feel like her you bills. get the gem channel for free anyway. Over it, over get her one of them wireless. She antennas. likes the UK gem channel. She only likes the UK version, which is very much. I am my mother's daughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to talk about your shopping uh, issue later oh. in the show. Don't you worry. Because the thing I learned about Dawn is remember how Dawn was doing like, no gifts for Christmas, Mike? Yeah, I know. Actually, it was, I don't want to spend any money on anyone else. So I'm going to buy all the gifts for myself. There you go. And That's we'll tell you more on that later in the show. When we come back, however, we do want to spend some time reflecting on and uh, talking about the life of a great man. And that man is Ian Punnett. We'll talk about him and his impact on our lives when we come back right here on my. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Bradley, we got news uh, over the holiday that morning show host and former morning show host at My Talk here, Ian Punnett, passed away over the holiday. And it was just such a shocking email to get. Terribly, terribly tragic, sad on so many levels and for so many reasons, personally, professionally. You know, for listeners, for the family here at My Talk, for the family of Ian Punnett, everyone beyond heartbroken that we lost Ian um, at the end of last year. And over it, just a, a, it, I don't even know where to begin, because first of all, we were off the air. Right. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't um, process our grief in that moment on the air like we normally would do Mm -hmm. and so to be in a different place and to hear that someone that we worked with for years that i worked with for years and that you knew uh of it was just beyond tragic for so many reasons and sad and i still really haven't dealt with what it means to not have ian here i didn't 
work with Ian directly. So just mm-hmm. to give the listeners sort of like the background. Yeah, if you don't know, if you haven't been a MyTalker forever. Yeah, so I worked with Ian, at, or I worked at MyTalk at the same time. Ian, of course, was on the station. And in fact, um, Ian's career impacted my own career in a couple of different ways. But I started on the station when he was doing the morning show, of course, Ian and Marjorie. Mm-hmm. And Colleen and I started our daily weekday show uh, from like 10 to noon originally. Okay. We had started on the weekends, on Saturdays, and we did a show on the weekend and then came to the midday experience from 10 to noon. And uh, Ian's show at that point, the morning show with Ian and Marjorie, uh, went until 10, if I remember correctly. And Ian had, of course, tinnitus or tinnitus. I always forget how you're supposed to say that word, yeah. but struggled with... Um, the pain of that and ringing he needed, in the ears. Yeah, he needed to take t- uh, some time off the air. Yeah, and so we ended up uh, filling in that that hour. And so every morning we would come in and interact with Ian and Marjorie. They would have one of us, like either I would go in or Colleen would go in, or we in would both go in yeah. in the nine o'clock hour to you know see what they were up to and talk about um, just the day and. And he was always so kind and gracious to like welcome us into his show, involve us in some way. And, um, you know, just from a human perspective, he was just an incredible human. So that was my uh, interaction with Ian. And of course, at that time, this was, gosh, years and years ago, at an earlier stage in the My Talk experience mm-hmm. when it was. Um, it just seemed a little more, a little smaller and a little more intimate. So I feel mm-hmm. like we all were more connected on a regular basis. Right. Um, we overlapped a lot more, it felt like. And so I did, I am grateful that I had some time getting to know Ian as a person. Um, I was closer to Marjorie because Marjorie, after Ian left the morning show, Marjorie was still on my talk. And for a brief period, she joined Colleen and I in middays, yeah. and we had such a treat getting to know Marjorie. Um, and I, I, I can't even begin to imagine what it must be like to lose the person that you are married to, that you love, that you have raised a family with, that you have worked with for so many years. So my heart just breaks for Marjorie and her whole and their whole family, and. Um, I can't wait until the moment that I can give Marjorie a big hug. But mm. m- this is all to say I I was much closer with Marjorie. Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to just mention that Ian was always sort of a larger than life kind person in this business, which is not always the case, right? Oh, right. He was one of a kind, truly yeah. curious, intelligent uh such a huge personality yeah but so warm and so caring and when we were talking about this off the air i just said like the thing that i remember about ian is that he always had time to talk he always had time to you know ask questions he always seemed curious about whatever we were up to and so i it just it breaks my heart that he's not with us anymore um but that's that's how i knew ian Mm -hmm. um and I know you knew of Ian. You didn't directly work with him per se, but you still knew and appreciated who Ian Punnett was. Yeah. When I moved here seven years ago, um, we interviewed them. It was just like my first, you know, fall here. And 
you know, we had them on the air, both of them, for I don't know what reason, but it was just such a funny, like, experience. And I, I didn't know, like, I knew an Ian Punnett from Coast to Coast AM as one of the weekend hosts of the, and, and if you don't know Coast to Coast AM, it used to have Art Bell, now it's George oh, yeah. Norrie. It's like a paranormal Oh, it's overnight, a, it's an, I, well, it's also just a, show. just an institution of talk radio. Yes, it is. And I started listening to that when I worked overnights when I was 19 in radio. He wasn't on at the time, but I had a long history of listening to this. And so I was like, surely it's not the same person. And I looked it up. I'm like, it is the same person, yeah. you know, and then I was sort of starstruck by him. And when I met him in person, I said, I'm just like, I'm such a huge fan of you and Coast to Coast. And he was so nice about it. He like grabbed my arms and he's like, oh, you're a dreamer, you know. And he's like, yes, don't keep, you know, keep dreaming, basically. Just about having an open mind Mm -hmm. and, you know. All of that kind of he's like, you're just a weirdo like me kind of a thing like that. And he gave me so much positive attention yeah. just as a fan you know and i just and i think he i i truly think that was part of the gift that ian had was to connect with people totally. in that way which when i don't know for all sorts of reasons that that's just not a given in the world and i'm so grateful that we got to connect with him in that way yeah and i'm, I'm so grateful brief, that but... you know that he had Marjorie in his life, which meant that we got to have Marjorie in our lives and that we still have Marjorie and their family. We got to know their kids. I mean, listeners who go much further back with the station than when I was on mm-hmm. really just raised that, you know, they raised those kids on the yes. air and their connection was was absolutely unique. And also to do a morning show like that with your Spouse, I mean, that takes yeah. a special person. It really does. <laughs> I mean, you and I, I don't know if we could do that. Yeah. Right. That just, you know, even, you know. Trying to raise a family on a radio sta- on a radio show. Yeah. But, you know, he made everybody feel like family. Yeah. I think that's what's so great about Ian and Marjorie both. And uh, it's just, man. You know, he was an author. He was so much more than just a radio host. Like The thing I knew, uh, the thing I appreciated about Ian and connected with is that he didn't just let one thing define him. Oh, right. He was that he amazing. Was, he had all of these different, his brain was constantly um, exploring the world around him. Yeah. Always hungry for information. Yeah, which always I think you learning. and I can both relate to and appreciate in someone else. For sure. So we'll continue to remember Ian Punnant um, throughout the week. I guarantee this, the station will, conti- t- uh, will continue to celebrate the life of Ian Punnett and to hold up the family of Ian Punnett, Marjorie and the kids and my talkers. Thank you so much for your kind thoughts and well wishes as well. We'll continue on our show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, when we return right here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
and take a look at your forecast. It's brought to you by YMCA of the North. For today, uh, we're coming to a high of uh, 35 now with a mostly cloudy sky. Tonight, clouds will remain as we drop down to 25, and then tomorrow, 29 will be the high. Partly cloudy at 107.1. you watch on TV over the holidays. It's The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. I didn't watch a lot of TV, but you really enjoyed something that is like, I just, I need to be convinced. <laughs> you are trying to be real kind. I She's know. like, I don't want to well, watch that dumb show. We just talked about Ian and Marjorie, so I thought I'd try it out for a second. <laughs> being nice oh and kind. don't do that honey. let other people do what they oh, do yeah, well and yeah. you do what you do well that's right which is looking Judge. at me with a weird look like really I don't yeah want to do okay that. should we get our boobs out yeah boobs on tubes what are you watching boobs on tubes boobs on tubes what are you watching boobs on tubes Boobs are on the tubes, kids, and actually were the boobs. And we do watch a lot of tubes. I did watch something over the holiday that I'm, I, my goal is to convince you to watch it because I want to hear what you have to say about the people that I watched on the first season, which is really, I think, the sixth or seventh season. Don't Google too much because I don't want you to spoiler alert. Okay. Because Jamie did that. Oh, all right. I won't look. Um, and, but if you have questions, let me know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great American Baking Show. This is the American equivalent of the Great British Baking Show, otherwise known as the Great British Bake Off. So this season, which is not the first, it's like the sixth or seventh. This They have tried so many times in the United States to get an American version of Great British Bake Off off the ground. It has failed pretty much every time from a ratings perspective, Mm -hmm. but they've done it in we, and I would argue it's because they're trying to do what Americans do always, which is take a great thing and ruin it (laughs) by that. I mean, yeah, great British television. Let's try to one up it and do something unique. The office. I didn't watch the office, so I can't make that, but you can, you did. And you don't have to whisper girl. You've got your name on the show. Just make your opinions known. I prefer the British office for a lot of reasons. So great British baking show, uh, is a wonderful show for many, many reasons. I finally sat down and watched, and I, I will tell you, I was so confused as to, I knew we had an American version to watch because Jamie and I have watched over the years all of the crap versions that yes. they have tried. But typically what it has been, and this is why it's so confusing, dear audience, it has been this weird attempt to do like just a holiday special. Like they're they're like, mm-hmm. we'll do the Great American Holiday Baking Show where it's just like a six-week run during the holidays. They're going to do Christmas cookies and all that kind of silliness, right? None of those shows worked. They had Mary Berry one time. They had Paul Hollywood alone one time. But then they had this other host who got like uh, uh, accused of sexual assault. So they had to pull the entire season. There have been just all of these like mm. failed attempts. Well, finally, this may. I don't remember this, to be quite honest with you, Don. We very well may have talked about it, that this was going to be a thing. That Roku was doing an entire season of the Great American Baking Show on the Roku channel. It happened in May of this year, of last year. It actually is very, very watchable. (sighs) And it 
doesn't make a lot of the same mistakes that the other incarnations have. In fact, it starts by calling it the Great American Baking Show, Mm -hmm. just like the Great British Baking Show. We don't call it Bake Off because Pillsbury, blah, blah, blah. Still, that's the same. The tent, exactly the same. The contestants, exactly the same number of contestants, same setups. They're at the counters. They're doing the things. Every week is cake week, patisserie week. Well, they call it. Actually, I don't think they have. Maybe dessert. I don't know. But same format. Every week is a different thing. Yeah. Except for one Paul, thing. Paul. Hold on. Paul. Mm-hmm. Hollywood. Prue Leaf. Mm-hmm. They even have Ellie Kemper. Oh. The unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, who I love and adore. And uh, I can't remember the name of the other host. I will find it. Zach Cherry. Zach Cherry. Thank you. So they have two great hosts. Two great judges. And what's the one thing that you were going to say they don't have, Don? British people. <laughs> and what does that mean to you? It makes the show, that's what makes the show good. Okay. It's because they have a stiff upper lip. They carry on whenever they lose. They make things like hearted. They um, have cute little sayings and phrases we've never heard before. They're adorable and there's no drama. I will tell you that these contestants, this is probably the first batch of American contestants, and I've watched a lot of these dumb attempts. This is the first group that actually has some skill. Because the one thing that I always was disappointing to me is that they would get people, you know, frankly, like myself, who are really, really not very familiar with a lot of cooking and baking Mm. terms. And... I mean, I've baked and cooked some things in my life, but I wouldn't feel up to the snuff of a Great British Bake Off contestant. This was the first group of contestants where I felt like, wow, these people are actually really good. And in fact, they got better because I will say in the beginning, you're going to do that thing. And Don, I know you're just doing what I would do, which is to look down my nose at these people because we do have the Great British Bake Off as our Mm -hmm. template. But by the end of it, Jamie and I both were super emo and rooting for these people. Emo. (laughs) You were rooting for them? Yeah. Did any of them break down in tears and go, oh, my patisserie, and just like cry their eyes out because they lost or any other drama? Did they push somebody else's cake off the stand? No, it was. Did they create drama? It was the Great British Bake Off with Americans. Yeah. I think I, I honestly... I think if you're super hungry for watching people bake, yeah, that this would be great. So you're saying you're not going to watch it? I there's so many things out there to watch, and I've tried before, <laughs> and I I don't know if you understand the level of why I like Bake Off. It doesn't have to be the best bakers. I enjoy. No, the I'm not saying culture. it's the best baker. It's the show, and because I'm not like I'm not a huge baking nut. You actually probably bake more than I do. Um, I'm just saying that like one of the things that I struggled with when I watched all these others was that they didn't seem to take the show as seriously as or they didn't have the same passion that the British contestants always brought to the table. Like they brought a level of capability and a sensibility with them that sort of paid respect to what the competition, because, again, at the end of the day, they don't win money. No, they're winning prestige or a title. Really, they're just winning a cake pan or a cake stand, right? Yeah. But in in the UK, they actually will probably get like a 
a TV show, a cookbook, or you know, you name mm-hmm. it. They get they have the prestige of being a Great British Bake Off. It made me so sad to watch this series and at the end, you know, find myself rooting for these people to know that like America's just not going to take them seriously and they're not going to end up having the respect that I thought you know, as contestants, they actually deserve. Why do you think that is? Like, I know my thoughts and feelings about it, but why do you think people aren't oh, there's, watching there's, this? There's, it's not a blood sport. Oh, so you're thinking it is too boring for the average? Yeah. but wh- Americans want blood sport when it comes to uh, reality show competitions. They want somebody to backstab somebody. They want a bunch of quick edits. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't like those shows in their own way. Uh, or, you know, that I can't, I'm not amenable to those. I'm not acting like I will only watch British TV. But when it comes to <laughs> right. Bake Off, yeah, because here's the other thing. There are Bake Offs in Australia, Canada, that right. are far more successful in those countries than the Bake Off franchise is here. Exactly. Holland. I mean, you name it. Yeah. Like, it's a franchise that's very successful in other parts of the world. And I think it's not as successful here. A, because it's America. There's a lot of competition for eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to get people's attention. It's but not also, an institution. It's not. It doesn't involve, you know, high drama. Right. But why do you think that the, um, like, there are so many people who watch the Great British Bake Off, why aren't those viewers watching this? Like fans of Bake Off who like the less blood sport, I don't, like, why isn't it transferring to To them watching this show? To who? Uh, To the Great American Bake Off or whatever. I'm sorry, who who is not watching it? The fans of of British Bake Off. Oh, well, that's very easy. It's because it's on Roku Channel, and it took me about 30 minutes to figure out how to watch things on Roku Channel because we don't have a Roku, and Roku is not available on Apple TV. So you have to either have a Roku box, or you have to download an app on an Android-based streaming device, which means like a Fire Stick or something like that. Or a smart TV. So it's not readily... like. Everybody who watches Bake Off knows it's on Netflix. So put it on a streamer that everyone has access to. Yeah. Or nobody's going to watch it. Yeah. And I'm surprised that Netflix hasn't. Yeah. Especially because it's literally the same. Maybe it's same music, same tent. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's literally the only way you can watch it. And because it's on Roku, you have to watch commercials. So. Here we go. But it's not always been that way. I think it has been on other... They have tried... How did I watch before? They have tried in, in many of the other carna- incarnations to do it through ABC, tried something, CBS tried something, but every single time the networks tried to do it, they would screw it up by changing the format, changing the hosts, or making it not the traditional bake-off. Like, just take the bake-off, do it in America, move on. Thank you. That is my speech... On the Great British Bake Off, and it's your loss for not you watching. You mean the Great American Baking Show. What did I say? The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> you know You've what I said mean. it several times. It's fine. Mike, <laughs> I want to make sure before we get to it, because uh, now that Dawn has yeah. essentially said she absolutely will not watch that show, mm-hmm. you watch something over the holiday. Yeah, we'll stay across the... That uh, perhaps she will end up watching. We'll stay across the pond. We are two episodes away from finishing The Crown. 
The whole thing? The entire wow. thing. Wow. We uh, crushed uh, like a ep- or an entire season and a half during the break. And? So, uh, we're, I mean, we're absolutely loving it. It's an incredible yeah. show. I'm really loving the. We talked about this going into that final, once we finished season five, about what are the things we want them to kind of tie up, some of the loose ends. And yeah. obviously, I'm not going to spoil I- anything, but um, we had, of course, I mean, there's... They do a really good job of putting a bow on one of the storylines we were excited about, one of uh, the siblings. So it was very cool to kind of see that episode all play out the the third third uh, to the end. So, uh, yeah, it's coming together nicely. They're wrapping up well. I love how they kind of jump from, you know, it's the story of Elizabeth. And there's a little bit where it's all about William's love life, kind of. And it's just really, really kind of fun how they bounced around. Did you? Okay, so no yeah, spoilers. Of course. I, I don't know if we have two episodes left or three or where exactly we were at. Mm-hmm. But do you... Did you feel like you learned anything about Kate Middleton's mom? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh. Have you caught up yet, Don? No. Dude. Remember, I pulled an Alexis and I watched season one, episode one. <laughs> well, and I had no idea. Not just Alexis. The whole thing. I feel like everybody on this station, that's what they did. Yeah. Because somebody else did it too. Who was it? Somebody else? It was like three people. I thought uh, three people did that. Yeah. Three, more Donna, than it was Donna. 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 Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yep. 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 Exactly. Well, look at that. We're well. all in a little basket here. <laughs> um, all the dingbats. But there was something I, about uh, Kate Middleton's mom. I was so mom. mad about my, at myself. I couldn't start it again. That's a lie. Uh-huh. And you will. That's just an excuse, Don. Um, we both looked at each other like, whoa. Yeah. I did not know that about Kate Middleton's mom. Dawn, you got to finish I watching. I know. I really do like it. I was just mind... so mad. Mm. was so mad that I wasted that time thinking, I'm like, wow, they're doing a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, she watched it for a half hour. <laughs> so you haven't, you've watched everything watched but the final season? I'm surprised. Uh, everything you... but the final season. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't watch more TV over the holidays. I didn't. Because usually I didn't you're have like. time. Yeah. I mean, one of my sisters said, how can I get in on your schedule? Well. How did can she? I get in on your... She did, but there was no time for watching TV. Well, this month will be perfect TV viewing for you, I'm sure, because we'll have plenty of time to sit indoors and watch television and catch up. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, I would like to uh, let you all know that Dawn woke me up on New Year's. <laughs> I think unintentionally, but I'll tell you why when we return right here on my... Happy New Year! Boom, boom, explosions, fireworks. What? Oh my gosh, Happy New Year, Bradley. Yes, it's like fireworks going off and confetti and all kinds of great things. No, actually it wasn't. Uh, I was sound asleep. (laughs) Until you texted us at midnight and said Happy New Year. Um, What's hilarious about that is... Friends. That's a normal thing people do is to text each other, uh, you know, whether it's Merry Christmas, First you kiss, Happy New Year. What? First you kiss, then you drink your um, Fresca with a little orange juice in it. That was my mocktail. And then I texted my friends well, and coworkers. We don't do that in our house. Oh. We went to bed at like 930. <gasps> so literally I was sawing logs. And all of a sudden, truth be told, dear Why listeners. Didn't you ju- I just thought, if he's asleep, he'll just read it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm not saying like, oh, I can't believe you texted me. What happened? Why did you wake up? Because I, I sleep. I'm sorry, I get very emotional. Mm. I'm just burping on my oatmeal. Um, I sleep with an AirPod in. What? What? 
Why? You know that. Because you need I like to, to fall asleep usually um, listening to either like a podcast or oh. a YouTube video or something that'll play for like 10, 15 minutes and then I'll fall asleep. Oh. And then I'll take it out in the middle of the night. Anyway. If I get a text, because oh, no. nobody, this it's should tell you about ear. my life. Okay, nobody, nobody texts me ever late oh. at night because I, well, or at least that's just, I, I've never noticed it before if somebody does, but I'm like totally sawing logs and all of a sudden I hear, boom, boom, John McClain says, <laughs> happy <read> new year. <laughs> <laughs> and I he woke up in a you? jolt like, what? And then I looked down, I was like, oh my God, it's New Year. So then I immediately responded like, happy New Year. I thought you were awake. No, which is totally, I'm grateful you did. I'm, I'm so happy. You're grateful. But, I woke you up. <laughs> but I did have that like, what's going on? Where am I? Because I had been sound asleep For since about 10 o'clock. two and a half o'clock. hours. Yeah, and it was fine. I then did, you know, like I said, I texted you guys back. Yeah, I texted Mike too. And uh, then... Uh, I was checking. Some other people had texted. One of those people was, of course, Colleen. And to her, I responded, Happy National Ooh Year. Oh, my God. Like, so the N turned into national and the U just stayed U. So she was like, I think I'm just going to start calling it National Ooh Year. I was like, I'm fine with that, too. But I didn't realize that until I woke up the next morning because I went right. You know, I was grateful for you for one thing, which in addition to your kind uh greetings for a new year i also got up to go pee okay see it was a favor and went right back to sleep but that just tells you the difference in our lives like you were you know like i was up until i could have stayed up till 5 a.m i stayed up till 3 a.m playing legend of zelda tears of the kingdom what does that mean 5 a.m i was i stayed awake until 3 a.m on new year's eve okay but where did the five come from i could have stayed up until 5 a.m why I did forced you to... myself because oh. I had to go see a movie the next day at noon, and I thought, hmm, it's going to be real tough you to make it You literally stayed movie. up till 3, 3 in the morning. 3 a.m. I beat you. You Mike, did? Mike! Mike! It's about 3.30, yeah. 3.30, What the hell yeah. were you doing up that late? Well, I'm not, you know, you two are, you you two, I'm, I'm more, um, um... What are, choose your words carefully. I'm trying now. to find the right What's, word. You I two are guess. more responsible and um, oh, yeah. more awesome. And Lazy? I am, oh. No, 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 I just... I more was, sober? I was partying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's you why I just... You were being a normal person, I just Mike. text my, I just looked at my phone, and I was like, I hope I responded right away, because the last thing I you wanted did. is for you to fall asleep, and then like 10 minutes later... No, Happy New Year from that Mike. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> right. But then I would just do what I do with uh, my group texts, if ever they, you know, like, because sure. you, you have that group text ever that, like, there's, like, 50 people, and once one starts, then yeah, it's just going to be the cavalcade of, like, that. like, like, heart, 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 exclamation, exclamation. Mom loved an image. Mom <laughs> Yes, loved. Yeah. I love those. Literally. Uh, so yeah. then I just, you know, then you just mute it. But anyway, thank you for the wonderful greetings and the opportunity to get up and pee at midnight. That just tells you how sad and pathetic my life is. Sure. <laughs> um, now, I we made a big deal about I knew I wasn't going to watch it because I usually I, I used to watch the ball drop as a single person at home. But I don't anymore. The New Year's Eve special. You used to watch the ball drop as a single person. Yes. But now you and I MC don't watch, don't TV. watch the TV. You're no. just playing games and stuff. Usually, yeah. Yeah. But um, do you? Can I ask a question though? I need to d- dial back to the stayed up till three, which just is giving me a headache. Oh. Um, thinking about it. Mm. Did you? Do you take naps? Yeah. Or you literally just stay up for that many hours? 
Um, I stay up and then I wake up like at nine thirty in the morning. Okay, 10. but that's only six hours of sleep. So and? you're not taking <laughs> naps or anything. I I, need, I, I say that because I am the kind of person. Thing. I was on vacation for ten days. Yeah, got. Eight hours of sleep every night and took a nap every day. Yeah, oh, wow. I mean, I would love to do that. I just didn't have a chance because of the scheduling conflicts. With I had to see people and do things. Yeah, I'm just but, saying you yeah. naturally are the kind of person that can operate on less sleep. Mm-hmm. See, morning show. Yeah. Yeah. I thank my lucky stars all the time that if I would go to bed at midnight, I'll wake up at 6. If I go to bed at 10, I'll wake up at yeah. 4. I get six hours of sleep and I'm done. I can't oh, sleep yeah. anymore. That's interesting. So I get, I'm get i really fortunate that way where if I don't have an opportunity to sleep very, very late. doesn't change for you. I know I do too. Because I there will it. come a point at which, I mean, at my, least for me, yeah. I can't. Like you said, you slept till 9.30. I, my body would never let me sleep till 9.30. Mm-hmm. MC is the same way. He my body will get me up every day mm-hmm. at the same time. So if yeah. I don't take a nap. Or excuse me, if I'm if there's no nap and, and I don't nap usually when I'm not on vacation, unless it's a Saturday, or maybe the occasional Sunday, um, but not on a weekday. My point is like I need to go to bed at a certain time because my body's getting up regardless. My body wants to sleep nine hours. I found out, but I don't. On the weekends, <laughs> I do. Yeah, and I have no well, problem with that. Uh but I'm a night owl. Like I want to stay awake. Until at least 11. Yeah. That's why I asked if you napped, because I would need naps to stay up that late. Yeah. Otherwise, I would literally just fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even, like, after dinner, I'll sit on the couch for five minutes, and I'm starting to, like, zonk out. It makes me so mad. I get so pissed. At what? I'm like, no, I want to stay up. Oh. Well, do we have time to play this clip from John Mayer and Anderson Cooper? Uh, and Andy Cohen, they did their New Year's Eve thing, and there was drinking involved. And um, John Mayer came through from Tokyo in a cat bar. And Anderson Cooper could not get a hold of himself, laughing so hard. Here's a clip. It's, you know what, I believe it passes all health codes. I think it's just fine. (laughs) Yes, we are at a cat bar. It's called Cats in the Box in Tokyo, celebrating uh, New Year's. We're already halfway through the first day of 2024. John. I'm here with um, Shin and five other proprietors of the bar. Talk to me about this bar. You are in the bar. There are cats yes. everywhere. They are <laughs> licking each other. There are cats. Are, I mean, this is a there place literally you can come are three cats and enjoy a drink or two and uh, talk to cats. <laughs> it's a cat and bar. I mean, I don't John. know how much more clear I can be about the objective of this place. And it goes on. You, For how long did John, that go on? You are I, in I, Tokyo, I can't Japan. see Anderson, but I know exactly what you're doing. Yes, yes, you I'm do. Yes, you do. He's gone. He's off yes. with the fairies here. Um, just yes. the shot. Literally the goes on cats. and on and on. Yeah, it ends there in a couple seconds because he said the shot of all the cats' butts in your face really made Anderson laugh. Did you put so. that link on the show links page? I did. Fabulous. So if you missed that, watch it. It's a great laugh, of course. Sounds John just like... doesn't break. Uh, uh, he does not smile at all. It's hilarious. Sounds just like Grant. It does. Grant has the very same laugh. It does. Um, anyway, thank you, Don, uh, for that delightful little bit of laughter to begin the new year. When we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Don, we're going to give you even more reasons to laugh with something we like to call Don's Been Digging. <laughs>